in the court. After reviewing this terrible act of violence, it's clear to me that this is a delicate matter for an extremely disturbed but passionate man. <laughs> what did I tell you, boy? The book of the laws being thrown at your face, and <laughs> it's gonna land your ass behind bars. <laughs> Throwing this man behind prison gates is the rational choice, but I believe this passion was greater than the crimes he committed. Because of that, I'm ordering he be entered into the police academy. Yes, I did it. I got in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to the police academy. I can't ah, believe this. Son wow. of a bitch. <laughs> Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Critically Optimistic. I'm your host, Mac. Joining me as always is Janko. Say hello, Janko. Hey, everyone. It's a little bit different today because Maggie, unfortunately, has got a bit of um, stuff going on in her life, private matters and whatnot. So she asked if she could step down for the episode and we thought, that's fine, obviously. We want her to be feeling at her best to do the episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, Janko and I have had experience in doing the duo <laughs> for quite a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're going back back to format. We're going to keep this episode quite loose um, as we're just... Whoa. 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 It's coming near the, um, near the start of Christmas season. And both Janko and I are gearing up for that as well as... I guess we'll just get right into the news is the fact that I've been starting my new career because um, I finished school. I guess that's kind of a little bit of a journey I've been on throughout the podcast. Yeah, is, for sure. Right? Indeed. Because we've yeah. been, I've been talking about school and now I'm done it. So I don't have to worry about it anymore. And I immediately went out and got a job um, and it's been working really well, but there's a lot to learn. So that's been taking up a lot of our time. You're probably wondering or noticing that we're a little bit quiet on social media as opposed to like all the shit that's going down with Twitter right now. It's really not even about Twitter. It's just the fact that we're we're all very busy uh, living oh, adult yeah. <laughs> adult lives, yeah. And we want to keep doing the show. So this is gonna segue into the next topic we we've kind of come up with it which is we are going to be making some changes and you're probably going to notice that maybe even with the release of this episode is that we're not scheduling when we're going to be doing our episodes so it used to be that we were doing the last what was it the second last tuesday of no it was i, I was i was thinking about the old schedule no it was bi-weekly that's what it was bi is we're right. bi-weekly yeah. every tuesday um now what the target is is it's gonna be we're, we're gonna aim for two episodes every month and we are definitely gonna have one try to have one around the beginning and one around the end but now it could be any day it could even come out on the weekend generally it probably still come out in the morning time that's not something that we really have a problem with it would be but it it, it does it does sound like it would be simpler for us juggling our daily lives with the podcast and for that case we can still uh, bringing out good quality episodes rather than rushed yeah uh, episodes that don't sound good at all yeah exactly right. we we want to make sure that we're giving you guys more quality than anything else and if it's still going to come out in the same month then there's no reason as to why we should be 
deadlining ourselves to a day like if we need a couple days to finish it up then i feel like that's more than appropriate and then yeah, that way you guys get a better listening experience too so um and then that also segues into the next thing which is we will not have a beginning of the month episode for you on december because we feel like we've been actually doing this podcast for more than a year now straight yeah Yeah. and it's great but i think both janko and i need a little bit of a little bit of give we need to take a break especially with the holiday season coming around we've got i've got some big projects i'm working on that's unrelated to the show i've got some video uh stuff i've got to film i've got to edit Mm. i've got to get christmas ready i haven't done my shopping with uh my wife and um it's just all catching up to me really fast so unfortunately realistically i i can't do the episode and i think with janko He's probably got yeah, a bit right. on his plate too. So. Oh yeah, yeah, lots of holiday plannings and uh, work and uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We we kind of deserve a break after after a good like year of uh, solid work. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's not like we're having an episode less December. Like we're still <laughs> yeah. bringing out a, a major double double feature near the yeah. end. We will uh, be doing our just... Christmas special. That's that's for sh- damn yeah. sure. Yeah. We we enjoy doing the specials actually. I think we have a lot yeah, of fun with those. <laughs> they do work quite well. And it's interesting though the the special we have today is uh, an anniversary special because it's the sequel to our favorite comedies. Yeah. Did, uh, a year ago. Yeah, well let, let's just bring on the theme right now because we're <laughs> on to uh yeah, what Janko said, the our favorite comedy is the sequel. That's the theme, and it's really not much of a thinker. It's exactly what it sounds like. So <laughs> we're doing the same episode again for the same movies, but we're doing the sequel to those movies. Um so it's not actually our favorite comedy movies, it's just the sequel to our favorite comedy movies, <laughs> yeah, right. which we have already <laughs> talked about. So if you want to listen to that episode by all means, that's probably a good time to do it is pause this episode go listen to our favorite comedies and then come back and listen to this because it will uh tie in together quite well Mm. but jenko um did you want to start with your film yeah that's that's that sounds good uh so obviously my choice for favorite comedy was police academy so we went for police academy 2 their first assignment lock your doors activate the dog Stand up the man. Stretch the wire. Because they've taken to the streets. They're the graduates of Police Academy. Turned loose on their first assignment. You gotta build a trust between you and the people. And they'll respect you. They're armed. Now look, I'm serious. And they're dangerous. Mahoney. You have the right to sing the blues. You have the right to cable TV. It's a nice piece. Tackleberry. I was referring to your sidearm. Hightower. Yo! Yo? Yo, sir! Jones. <laughs> Hooks. Salute, Captain Lazard. Commandant Lazard. And the lovable Lieutenant Mauser. It's Captain Mauser. Last year, they were in training. This year, they're in charge. Police Academy, their first assignment. 
Uh, Officer Kerry Mahoney and his cohorts have finally graduated from the police academy and are about to hit the streets on their first assignment. Uh, question is, are they ready to do battle with a band of graffiti-tagging terrorists? Time will tell, but don't sell short this cheerful band of doltish boys in blue. So yeah, that, that pretty much sums up what this movie is about. Mm-hmm. Um, it, right away, it is, uh, it's a good sequel to the first, I think, because they're not in the police academy anymore, and they're out on their first assignment. So I understand it that you didn't uh, enjoy this film as much. Uh, no, well, let's. I've been wanting to have this conversation with you for a while now. Mm. It has been killing me that we couldn't talk about this until now. But <laughs> yeah, I okay. So we know my opinion of Police Academy, basically. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't think it was possible for Police Academy to actually get worse, and I oh, okay, wow, <laughs> it did. It definitely did. It was so dull. I did not. As I did not laugh once, and that's a bad sign for no, the comedy. That is a very bad sign. I agree, but that wow, that that's a, <laughs> I, I would I would not believe that. I mean, <laughs> um, it's funny because uh, there were many moments in this film where I just laughed my my head off. <laughs> I can't. But, I please tell me which ones. Look, give me one of them. Tell like, me which one well, you really well, laugh at. Well, well, when they're raiding that grocery store and they're just. <laughs> making a lot of ruckus and noise and and uh when when uh, bobcat bobcat goldflake goes like oh, what are you a nut i'm a vegetarian okay that was pretty funny <laughs> i guess um, it's that part yeah okay you're telling you're giving one part where it's yeah. slightly funny maybe i a, yeah. a bit of air came out my nose. You also have those moments where Michael Winslow does his sound effects, and it's a nice way to get a cheap laugh here and there. <laughs> you know, it, um, it's kind of weird, actually, with the sound effects, because I was going to bring up that specifically. In the last movie, yeah. I had my complaints that it was just kind of... Well, with a lot of things in the last movie, I felt like it was just mm. pushed in. Like, it didn't feel like yeah, anything yeah. was connected. It almost felt like skits, but... Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, uh, but with the sound effects, it felt different this time. It wasn't used as much. We could say that for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I could tell that as well. You're right. And it, it some wasn't of it used as much, but it... some of it felt more plot driven too. Like it actually kind of fit in mm-hmm. with what was going around with the story, as opposed to the last one. But yeah. somehow I didn't find it as funny. It was weird. It's like the last time it was done, yeah. it was funnier, and this time it wasn't. It was like kind of like. They had the sound effects guy again, and they're like, well, I don't know what to mm. do with him. He'll make the the <laughs> alarm sound on that guy's watch one time. It's like, you thought he'd yeah, do it a lot, and they never, yeah, they never right. did he anything with do that. that. He doesn't do it that much in this one, now that you're you're mentioning that. Like, he does it more excessively in the sequels that are, that are coming up. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, well, it's there's a, quite a few things I have a problem with in this movie. Like, it starts off... Mm with the the shopkeep and it starts off right away with a joke so the shop keeps gearing up to put up all his security he puts up bear traps he puts up anything you could think of like all of the things and it felt like he was gonna it it almost felt like it was setting up for a little bit more plot in the movie yeah and Mm. like he had something he was hiding or it was gonna be you know and throughout the whole movie it kind of plays into that really did yeah, yeah, and then right. throughout, like, it, it's not until actually about almost halfway through the film, you you realize like, oh, that 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 part of the film 
wasn't set up for any it literally literally meant nothing yeah and it was yeah, weird it kind because of it became a cold opening yeah well it, and it's strange too because it didn't play off like it was a joke it really plays mm-hmm. off like it has some significance and then it doesn't go anywhere and it's so straight like it's the strangest yeah, setup i've ever seen <laughs> yeah you have a good point there i uh, i uh, never really realized that but but yeah no uh, having rewatched this then uh, for sure you're absolutely right i mean granted i haven't seen this film in like five six years or so and i uh I, I, I have a very nostalgic memory towards the entire Police Academy series. Um, I actually consider this to be one of my favorites, uh, mainly because of the main bad guy played by Bobcat Goldthwaite. And you know what's great? They create these characters and then they figure like, oh, we, we like them. Let, let's add them to the sequel. <laughs> so in Police Academy 3, you have... You actually have Bobcat Goldthwaite and uh, Sweet Chuck uh, joining up in the police academy, and they become this this hilarious duo. <laughs> oh my god! Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> so you have Officer Sed, <laughs> which is just a, a great character. <laughs> uh, I was surprised when you told me that this was your favorite one, because honestly, yeah. I preferred the. F- if I had to compare or pick, I like the first one better. Mm. Yeah, I I guess I just like it more. Uh, it feels a bit more consistent, like a like a, a real story, uh, and I I think like they they get a. I feel like the characters have a bit of a arc. Um, like uh, you you can notice that all these characters have grown a bit f- uh, from the first film, and uh, it's just yeah, it's also great to see them back again and like uh, wow, they're actually doing actual police work and uh like their training paid off in the first one do you find though that some of the characters changed slightly though like uh it Uh, almost disregarded from the first film a little bit like you can notice that tackleberry tackleberry is the biggest one yeah that's the thing he's less 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 of a gun nut this time around well he's uh, still he's still a massive gun nut but i don't think mm. i think the nut part is what we should be talking about more because in the first film he's kind of portrayed as like you know he's gonna go obsessed over no 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 no. like he's gonna go postal that's the biggest thing right is like it's like he's the wrong person to be having a gun and that was kind of the joke is like this person should not be allowed in the law enforcement Uh, but then all of a sudden suddenly now and even though tackleberry has a little bit of growth in the first police Mm. academy it feels like he actually just is a cop. Like he doesn't yeah, seem out of place right. at all. He, it used to be that he was mm. super out of place. Like this guy belongs in a mental institution, not in a police, mm. uh, in, in a police, uh, uh academy. Sorry, freaking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and <laughs> now this time around, it was like, it was a, it really felt loosely like connected to the last character he was, but it felt like a different person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, 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 can, I can see that as well. Also, the whole Tackleberry oh. like storyline too is just almost. Oh, you did not like that. It's not that I didn't like it. It just felt mm. forced in. Like they needed okay. more content because yeah. it has nothing to do okay. with the story. No, no, not at all. It's a side story to the film. But I, I, I like the, um, I like the relationship between 
uh, Tackleberry and uh, Strickland. Is that her name? Um, uh, yeah. The 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 motor uh, the motorcycle cop that he partners up with, and uh, yeah, I don't know. There's that one scene I like when they're they're about to go to bed together and they're removing all their side pieces. <laughs> I think that's a pretty funny scene. Yeah, the prop comedy is okay with that. I actually remember yeah. thinking like, oh, it's kind of funny. I kind of wish it... See, this is the thing. Oh, this is the mm-hmm. thing. I wish there's a lot of stuff in this where I watched it and I in my brain, mm-hmm. right? I was like, that could have been a lot funnier. Like, it yeah. wasn't... It's like they didn't do it enough or they didn't commit to the joke. Like, with that scene specifically, I remember thinking... It would have been great if it just got a little bit ridiculous. Like they just kept pulling guns yeah. out, and like when they were completely naked, and you know they're That's naked, right. like it, it showed yeah. it, and then they're still <laughs> pulling guns out, and you're just like, where the fuck did that? Like that would have been funny, but they didn't yeah. do like they. It's no, this, the whole they film. They don't commit to any joke. It's like yeah. they sort of want to tell a joke, and then they don't. Yeah, it's almost kind of like they're playing it safe this time around rather yeah. than the first oh, one since, way they, safer. since the first yeah because the first one was a lot more raunchy and a lot more insensitive like like you have a lot of like the first one had a lot of gay panic jokes but this one barely has has it yeah less nudity as so. well too there's just a bit of nudity yeah that's right that's it yeah you only have the beach part that's what well oh that, that's not true that's we've got that and then the shower scene with um i can't even remember the guy's name now but when he gets oh, his oh with with uh, off officer the uh, with uh, Captain Mauser Mauser that's it yeah Mauser yeah because you see him yeah, naked that is that is also the one of the biggest complaints with this film is they replace Captain Harris with Mauser and uh, he isn't as funny as Harris was in the first one see that's the uh, least of my problems with this I will mm-hmm. agree with it but it mm-hmm. also for the story it makes sense though it's like why would we have him back there he, he yeah, works no, at the academy right. you know I like mean, that's true yeah it's fair that is like you'd want to see that character i can kind of mm. understand from like a fan point of view like oh i wish i could have mm. saw him in the second movie but uh as a movie as a whole like that's yeah. actually is my least like it the, there's a bit <laughs> of a storyline not a storyline a plot driven yeah. Um, mm. device there with him wanting everything to fail even though that's still like yeah. very <laughs> like you're hardly <laughs> holding on to anything there um, story wise <laughs> it's just kind of oh, yeah. throwing in with I mean, the that, pile yeah you're right that precinct is going to shambles <laughs> like it's not not like it's it's worth keeping it or anything but uh, yeah. I don't know it's I just noticed that they they made Mauser the same way as Captain Harris. So that's yes. Why I guess it just fe- feels like they're, yeah, yeah, you're right about that. They could have mm. done a different sort of thing and they, it, you're right. It's like exactly mm. the same note. Um, and except it played on a different instrument and it's, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, but I, but I, I love, I love that this film introduces Proctor though, his, uh, side lackey. And, uh, he, he becomes, uh, irregular uh in the sequels and, oh okay uh, he's always the 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 dumbass the <laughs> and uh, uh he I, I think he brings a lot of laughs um but uh, that's what i find great with these police academy films as well is the they always there's always certain characters they decide to add and then others they decide not to bring anymore uh, because here you can notice that um 
Callahan is missing. Uh, she's not in it. Uh, played by Leslie Easterbrook in the first one. Oh right, uh, yeah. I kind yeah. of forgot about her. Yeah, but but she she turns up in the sequels and they they often swap out a bit of the characters, which is fine. I think uh, shows them that it's more a rogue gallery gallery of characters, I guess. Um, and I I guess that's why I also enjoy these police academy films as well. Is that these are cops, but they're kind of like superheroes. They all have their special traits, and uh, sequel after sequel, it just becomes more ridiculous. Uh, and uh, like you have, you have Hightower is strong. You have, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you have um, Michael Winslow who knows kung fu and, su- and such. And I don't know. I just, I just like that. Although, I do notice that uh, it is this film is not as good as I remembered it was. Oh really? Okay. No. Like uh, there, it 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 felt very tame compared to how I remember it was. Uh, like uh, uh, it isn't as raunchy or um, bombastic as the other sequels are, and yeah, it's a huge telling that they played it safe in this time around. But I don't think that I don't think that uh, lessened my enjoyment of this film. But it was more an observation that. Uh, uh, it, it I, I I actually think it gave me a half star less in my f- final rating for this, but still, still I'm still I'm I'm satisfied with it, with what it's what it's rated as. Well, um, I well, were there any moments that you uh, were there any moments that you thought were uh, that stuck out that you thought, wow, this is actually pretty good? No. <laughs> no. no no really no, no. <laughs> like because like i, I love the <clears throat> i love the moment when they're um when uh, mahoney goes undercover and he's supposed to uh, like go in this um like to find out where the gang is and i, lo- I love the moment when they're in the zoo and i don't know like god bobcat goldsmith is not long is not very much in this film but uh, i just love that moment in the end when they're at the zoo, uh, the abandoned zoo or, or cave or something, and this is our final showdown. Uh, yeah, I mean, that stuff is, you're right, it is interesting. Mm. It's not in the whole film, though. It's like the last 20 minutes of the no, film. You're right. Yeah. And it's kind of like the same so thing I, with the last film, too, which is kind of sad because yeah, the last film has right, actual they, shit yeah, happen. They all, uh, but it's the last, like, yeah, 15 minutes. Actually, Actually, I think all all the f- now that I think about it, all the police academies have a situation like that where, oh shit, hits the fan. Now they can finally show that what they're actually worth. So it's like their their final boss moment mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, something. Well, the but, my uh, biggest thing, and I already kind of mentioned it, is I kept seeing jokes where mm-hmm. it's like that would have been funnier mm-hmm. if you did it like just committed a bit more or been a little bit more serious or not serious, uh, silly, yeah. over the top. Um, like, okay, one thing mm-hmm. I was thinking, and I thought about it, uh, like, right away, is the scene where he's, mm. what's his name, uh, the main, our main protagonist. Uh, Mahoney. Mahoney, yeah, sorry. When Mahoney is waiting yeah. to get fitted for his new police suit, right? Oh, right, Okay, yeah. that was the first joke where I was like, they, that would have been funnier if they did this instead, which was, and I even have the whole joke, so set up. You already know how it's set up. Set up. The, he, Mahoney's sitting there waiting to get fitted. Uh, the kid's got this balloon animal. And 
Mahoney gets the idea like, oh, it would be great if I shoved this balloon animal in my pants. This is how the actual joke goes in the movie, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So he tells the kid like, hey, I'll give you what money? I'll give you this money for the balloon animal. I think that's what he did. And he goes behind yeah. the this rack of clothes. You can't see what he's doing. And he you hear him fiddling around with the balloons. He goes, it's his next turn. He goes, he gets fitted. He turns around and you see this balloon or this big giant schlong down his pants. And then the lady <laughs> like looks at him and pops it. Not very funny in my opinion. I'm sorry. No, but right. <laughs> what would have been funny. And it's so, almost so obvious. Like it's just obvious is that Mahoney's messing with the balloon, right? Camera pans to him. He goes, you see the thing. Everybody knows it's the balloon in his pants. She goes to prick it and Mahoney cries out in pain. And the camera, while he's crying out in pain, the camera <laughs> zooms back. And you, all you see is Mahoney like made a flower, balloon flower, and put it on a suit because he thought it'd be funny. And the f joke is he's got a huge schlong. And that would have been way funnier, you know, like just avoid our expectations and make us think, like just go out and make something really funny. But just having a balloon in your pants, right. that's not funny. But you could have made that funny. It's yeah. like, it's so simple to make that funny, but you didn't do it. And it makes me wonder, it's like, maybe you're not the people to be making a funny movie. Yeah, you're making good Because there's, there. there's a lot that. of moments in this movie where it's just like, this could have been funnier and you were literally so close, you could smell it. Like so freaking close, yeah. you could smell that joke, but you just, you, you weren't there. It's like, that sense mm. was gone. Um, I already mentioned the the one other, but there's countless more that you could have just kept going with. Yeah. Like, especially with um, the fact that uh, Mauser, his hair gets, so uh, through the part of the film, they put this. Yeah, like, like, uh, or what was it's it like called? this adhesive. Like, um, pro, like poxy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For, for a helmet. And they put it in his hair and they have to cut it off. The thing is, it's like that's you set yourself up for the rest of the movie for wigs, bro. Like what the frig? Yeah. <laughs> you could have done so many things. You could have made it so that Mauser, like just a running gag of like people switching out his hair for like crazy ass stuff. Mm. And th that's th those those are funny <laughs> jokes, but they're cheap, but they're funny. You'll get a laugh out of people, but it's just mm. it just didn't go anywhere. And the no, yeah. same with like a lot of the characters too. So they focused more on um, Tackleberry, but like Hightower gets nothing. Yeah. Hooks is barely in it. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's uh, the, uh, she, what is she? She's the, um, she, she becomes the, like the operator. operator. And that's like, actually, that's a good point. Thanks yeah. for bringing that up. Hooks. Uh, mm -hmm. She gets reduced back to basically the core of yeah. her character back in the film. Like, not even respectfully. Like, they take the exact same almost jokes and put it back in this one. Yeah. It's not even, it's not even, like, done in a creative way. It's literally just recycled. Yeah. I yeah. That. And that was disappointing because I, I almost had a feeling. I was like, oh, she's talking back in that non, like, assertive voice again. And in, in the movie, they made it sound like, it, it, you know, she got over a hurdle and now she could be like more aggressive. And then yeah. they just reverted back and they did the exact same thing. It was sort of 
disappointing mm. that she even said like the exact same line too. I'm, I swear to God, it's the exact same line she said in the first one. It does one. sound yeah. like that. I, yeah, I think you're right. So that was disappointing. And you could have made a joke with that too. Like every time she goes to like do something out in yeah. public, like maybe you can make her mousy still, like mousy in her sounding. But like you could have made a joke, like they all went for donuts. And when she orders, like she's just super aggressive now. You know, like that would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that could have worked. Like, like she's yeah. having trouble, like figuring out like when I can be aggressive and when I can't be aggressive with my tone. <laughs> so that would have been funnier. But that's yeah, right. it, see, that was my problem with the first police academy. Is even though some of it was funny, it was it felt like it was like, well, how is this anything? Like this is not even connected at all. And then you have a bit of a story at the end. Now my problem is, it's like. Where, how how did you not make this funny <laughs> you know it's like yeah yeah I, I don't get what the problem was and you're right the the other thing too is was was zed uh bob bobcat he's interesting i mean he's just bobcat right he is, yeah yeah he's just playing himself yeah. right but yeah. in the same I mean, sense he's not even in it and i kind of wish that he no, was no. like because it was interesting yeah. he was funny like I, I will admit that the vegetarian thing was funny. The way he, like, he's not the person you'd expect as a leader of a gang, but he is. That's yeah, funny, right. like, in a, in a bit of a way, but I kind of felt like the movie should have just started off with, like, here's the problem, here's the police account, like, we need more recruits, here they are, and then it's like, okay, we need all of you to go undercover. That... And I think that would have been better. It's because we don't need to have another like, oh, this is them getting used to being cops. It's just, no, like, fuck. Like, yeah. well, they kind of just already did that. Like, just put them undercover. That's funny. <laughs> like, we already know these characters. So, yeah. and then yeah. all of them could have got a little bit of limelight there. Um, there could have been stakes put on the line. Like, some got caught out, but some others didn't get caught out and stuff like that. You know, you could make it a little bit more serious if you wanted to, but then still make it funny. Um, I don't know. It's just, I think that's my biggest problem yeah. with Police Academy is it's not, it's not, it's not that fact that it's lazy. It's just doesn't feel like. Just bland. Like it, it, uh, it doesn't f like, um, I, I get, I get your point. Yeah. With this. Uh, like it. I, like it it's it's like a very emasculated version of the first a little one. bit a little a little bit of that yeah. a little bit of like it didn't seem like whoever wrote this knew what the hell they were doing um i think that's the biggest thing yeah. they didn't know what to do with all of the material they were given oh yeah right that, that makes sense yeah. i mean i I'm, I'm not even sure who jerry <clears throat> paris um was the guy who directed okay. the film i don't know if he wrote it but he did the third one as well too mm. um and a bunch of stuff i've never seen okay he did yeah the he third did the one. third yeah. One, yeah i think the third one is a lot a lot more uh consistent like the first one is or is more like the first one is but uh i don't know you you do make fair points um there is this this movie has a lot of room for improvement as does any any comedy really uh, yeah well that's the thing comedy is so uh, subjective mm -hmm. right like it's like right. obviously your favorite and my favorite are two different and i'm never gonna say like you can't like this 
Oh, no, no, obviously. I'll always say, I will always be firm on the fact that it's like, here's why I didn't Mm. like it. (laughs) So... Yeah, no, that's perfectly uh, fine to to think that. <laughs> like it doesn't doesn't change it any any way any yeah. other way. Uh, like, um, but I do see them. I, I give them merit. Uh, with what you're saying, um, uh, my uh, expectation wasn't as high. Well, do you want to go right as... into your review then? For or not review? Sorry, uh, your rating for the... yeah, yeah, yeah. I might as well. Uh, Initially, I, I did give this a three star rating based on what I felt when I watched it again. Now, it it didn't feel as nostalgic um, as when I first watched it. I, I still laughed from a lot of jokes. I still enjoy a lot of the characters. Uh, like I, I even enjoy like Lazard's brother. Um, I think he he does a really good job. He's the the, the captain. No, not the captain, but the chief of the mm-hmm. precinct. And uh, there's one moment with him that's just generally well shot. Uh, Do you remember when he goes into an alley and he he, like tries, he stops a couple of punks that are harassing this woman and, and uh, like he, he goes out of his car, he rolls up his sleeves and he walks towards them. But I like the way that, that camera pans. It just looks really good, which is strange for a police academy film. Like, <laughs> why? Why does this film have incredible cinematography in that exact <laughs> moment, but not anywhere else? <laughs> but, um, anyways, I digress. Um, <clears throat> still, still enjoyed some of the characters, some of the moments, even though the memory is not as huge. I the original, I the first one, I. I think I gave two and a half star. I don't can't quite remember, uh, but I, I think I'll give this one a half, a two and a half star okay. as well. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, I I can't really add much more than what I've already said. I think I've mm. stated, made my peace with what this is. Yeah. My my rating. So the the first Police Academy movie. I just checked just to make sure. I gave it two mm. and a half stars. I think that was based off of our conversation. Right. It got bumped up a bit. Yeah. This time around, I'm I'm giving it one and a half, so it's going, yeah. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I don't. It's funny. So I think this is the last thing I'll really say about it. It's funny. I didn't think it could get bad because it's like the the formula yeah. they had going <laughs> is actually so easy to mimic, and I get how Police Academy yeah. could have so many sequels. It makes sense because it literally is simple. It's like there. Just do this, you know, do this, be silly, mm. and more than likely it will be fine. But this film didn't even manage to do that. And somehow I don't I don't get how you could fuck that up. Uh pardon my French. I really don't right. understand. No I get it. Like is it it shouldn't be this hard to Police Academy a, film. Make a good good Yeah. Film. Yeah, right, right. I mean, like they I feel like like you should you should still give the sequel some <laughs> I think. <laughs> like uh, I I know that's a bit hard to do after <laughs> after this uh, watching this one but I still think 3 and 4 are are really good. Um 5 is decent. 6 and 7 is when it really starts getting shit. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. If that's when you think it starts getting shit, that's yeah. difficult. Yeah. I mean I mean, <laughs> Police Academy Seven: Mission to Moscow has Ron Perlman as the bad guy, and uh, uh, I don't think 
I don't think it even has any everyone. Like uh, Mahoney is just in the first four, and then he gets replaced by. I have no idea who that actor is, but. Uh, Do you? But yeah, he's like the new new Mahoney. Well, here's an interesting question. Just because I was thinking about it, is do you think, yeah, do you think it'd be interesting or worthwhile? Like, would you be excited if they announced they were going to do a like soft reboot of the series? It would be cool. I mean, I I don't think I'd be that excited because um, I I understand that if I if I would if I would have watched this film, Police Academy two, the same way you did. Um, like first blind uh, without having any prior knowledge to it. I think I would have hated it as well. Um, <clears throat> but I think also if they would have soft rebooted it, like would they recreate? No, the I think, like, I think they, the way if you're, yeah. if I'm being honest, if you're really going to recreate hmm. police Academy, I think just go in with a whole different yeah. cast, do your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It should just yeah, be fresh. fresh. A fresh whole new just everything. Like, you could have some characters that sort of pay homage to the original. And I would even say, like, get the original characters in there for cameos and stuff like that. Yeah. That would be fun. But uh, I would just go with a whole different thing. Like, make it, you know, just make it its own thing. I'm not even saying that would be good. But I'm saying that'd be the way to do it. Uh, indeed, I, I can see that. Like there is a there is a way they could do it, but I don't I don't think I'd be a, as excited. I think I'm more clinged to these films because of childhood memories more mm-hmm. than anything. Um, it, I I can see that it would be impossible for me to enjoy a new Police Academy film just because it's Police Academy. I don't know, but it's it's it, it's an interesting thought uh, for sure. I can I, I think so. You know what else is um, an interesting thought? What? Whoever thought about Wayne's World two. <laughs> yeah yeah you're right <laughs> and i think i know what made people think about wayne's world too and that ladies and gentlemen would be money money made wayne's world too yeah happen. so uh, i think it's as best a time to talk about the sequel to my favorite comedy film which is wayne's world we'll talk about wayne's world too paramount pictures presents extreme closer wow it's just like the first movie. Wayne, it's Heather Locklear. There is a god. Heather be thy name. And Garth. I feel weird. In their first movie since their last one. What's it called? It's called, uh, uh, it's called Wayne's World 2. Yes! Well, I'll go uh, over the plot here with you guys really quick. So Wayne's World 2 is basically a message from Jim Morrison in a dream prompts cable access tv stars wayne and garth to put on a rock concert wayne stock which is totally not original with aerosmith as headliners but amid the preparations wayne frets that a record producer is putting the moves on his girlfriend cassandra while garth handles the advances of mega babe honey hornet right I forgot his <laughs> yeah. name was that. Uh, yeah, not actually a bad way to describe the film. It's no, not at all. It, it, it shows what what we're yeah, what we're seeing throughout. So the film. my memory of this film is I remember. Well, I I like Wayne's World, and I, I we don't have to talk about that because mm-hmm. we've we've already talked about that. But yeah. I do remember seeing Wayne's World too, like maybe once or twice. I can't 
and I hardly yeah. remember most most of it. I knew it was about a concert. That was about it. I don't remember hating it back then, and I don't hate it now. But I also don't think I no. enjoyed it that much. I think. Okay, I see. I, I'm not sure how you felt about the film. I mean, it 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 felt like a lesser extent to yeah. the first one. Like it it didn't feel. It didn't feel like they thought of anything fresh. Uh, like they just rehashed yeah. the same storyline. It really, it really one. is like, rehashed, uh, and it's kind of yeah. funny how like Police Academy Two has the problem of not following what a Police Academy format is, and then Wayne's World yeah, Two followed just basically the whole. It's like they mad libbed the original script. It yeah. really feels like a mad. I mean, lib. Yeah, you have like. You, it does. You have like the same yeah. storylines. Same have, beats. Like, uh, the girl girlfriend gets romantically involved with manager. Like, manager yeah. Why and why whatever. the fuck they had to do that again is beyond me. It's so yeah. stupid. <laughs> it just makes Wayne look like he's the most insecure fucking person in the whole world. Like yeah. it's not even a couple <laughs> weeks after, and he's already nervous again. And it's it's just yeah. pathetic. <laughs> like. Uh, I guess we'll start off with that. I hate Wayne in this movie. Like in, in the first movie, he kind of does seem like yeah, a dick, but in this in this movie, he just like he's not likable. No, no, I don't think so either. Garth is likable, but it, and the, here we go again with the side story. Garth's whole side story thing—it's just doesn't do yeah. anything for the movie. <laughs> It's all it's all just a joke for him to get someone who is like him. Just like yeah. Him. <laughs> and they don't he doesn't even yeah. really get her. They just dance at the end together. No. I cuz that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, they share one of the Yeah, the licorice. licorice thing that he's obsessed with in this movie. I have no Red Vine must have sponsored <laughs> the shit out of this movie cuz he's just constantly eating Red Vines. <laughs> it's so right. weird. I didn't know like I didn't think about that until watching this. It's like he must have just been offered a barrel full of money. To, to be like from Red Vine to just constantly be eating that in every yeah. scene. It's so strange. Yeah. Like, because they have that, you know, they have <laughs> yeah, that because... joke in the first film about sponsorship, but now it's like, it's not even a joke. Oh. It's just sponsorship is permanently. Oh, oh yeah. In this I thing. noticed that too. Like, that that's what bugged me most with this film too is that a lot of the meta jokes were felt way too. Fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it's almost like they knew it worked in the first movie, so uh, let's try and push it even harder this yeah. time around. In the naked, the naked um, um, Native American thing was weirdly like, what's the joke yeah. there? He's naked. <laughs> like that is that funny? Yeah, That's not funny. I don't, no, I don't. Get He's it just either. naked. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot to unpack with this film. So, as I I said before, Wayne has a sort of crisis of conscience with his almost like a midlife crisis, which is weird because technically they're young, mm -hmm. even though at this point, Dana Carvey or whatever, however you say his name, uh, Garth, his, the guy who's playing him yeah. anyways, uh, he looks so old in this film now. Like in the first, in the first yeah, film, that. he looks like it's fine. They look a bit old, but you're like, okay, I could get over that. Garth mm -hmm. just looks old. Like he does not look like he should be playing Garth. Yeah. Which is strange because it's only one year after the first one. Is right? it really just one year after? I think it's 90. Yeah, this is 93. Wayne's World. Oh, yeah, 92. Yeah, it's so. You're right. But he looks noticeably like older. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened there. He does, you're right. <laughs> That's just. Uh, <laughs> That's because he does. He looks like they put a lot of makeup on him. 
that's the biggest thing I noticed mm-hmm. is like it looks like he's caked with makeup and yeah. that he, he got older or he got fatter or something like that. And I don't want to judge anybody on that, but that <laughs> it's just what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, um, he uh, Wayne has a crisis of conscience because uh, he thinks he's not doing anything with his life, which is strange because they moved mm-hmm. into this kick-ass factory and they're, show is doing extremely well so i don't it doesn't really make sense as to why he feels like he's doing nothing with his life because the show is doing well yeah. uh, and they're doing exa- like the everything they could hope for from the first film is happening and now it's it's odd that wayne's like yeah. i need to do something with my life it's like you you're literally doing it what do you <laughs> i don't understand yeah <laughs> what's what is happening here so, anyways, his, yeah, his idea, it did. Point, it feel, pointless. felt completely pointless. Uh, but his idea is, like, in a dream, Jim Morrison tells him to put on a concert. And they, okay, that's another thing, too. So, Jim Morrison says, like, if you book them, they will come, which is just a joke mm-hmm. from uh, Field of Dreams, right? Yeah, Field of Dreams. Yeah, and yeah, you're right, yeah. You're, okay, so that's that's what happens, and then we hit the same beats like Jenko and I were saying, where you, he's jealous of the manager again. For this time, it really feels like no reason. Like in the last film, it was, yeah. it was like, oh yeah, no, he has a reason because, you know, like her, uh, his his girlfriend couldn't see because she was finally getting recognized from her music, but she couldn't see like oh, well, this manager's just a scuzzbag. And mm. Wayne c- Wayne can see that, though, but he's not the best at telling, like, he doesn't have the best, like, maybe romantic social skills to, to be saying that. In this film, he just, like we said, he just seems pathetically insecure about, yeah, uh-huh, he just seems right, extremely yeah. insecure. What's also funny, though, is the entire film is just uh, a misunderstanding of a metaphor where it's, Oh, but at the end it's like, oh, but but that was just a phrase of like you should just do the best you can in life, and it's like okay, <laughs> they're going this route in this film. Yeah, uh, it was all uh, okay. Mm. So I think I kind of want to go through the film like a little bit at a time because they they hit some of the all same right. beats. So they go back to the donut place somewhat. Which is the Tim yeah, Hortons I mean, clone? It even yeah, it also even copied the same intro almost it, a little first. bit. They yeah, they don't like they, do the music yeah. in the car. They listen to the radio no. and they don't sing along. Which is I yeah. actually kind of appreciated that it wasn't so much the same mm. at the start, but a little bit the same. So it's like okay, I can understand why they do that, but it, it does mm. start to like lose its momentum very very quickly. And then they go to London quote-unquote go to london that the joke was kind of funny i like that one that that was one yeah, of the I meta sort of meta jokes uh that was actually worth doing but the character that gets introduced from that seems to be almost meaningless i think because yeah, it it, it would have been right. better like with the way that characters used he could have just stayed in london man like he and then after yeah. he's just a one joke sort of character because he tells that story everybody's uncomfortable, and then that seems to be the only thing he could tell. <laughs> and after like, I get that's the joke, but it's it's 
it's it, that that joke belongs almost in the freaking police academy too because it's just not funny. <laughs> it's so it's so like i don't know it just it nothing about it's really that funny i guess the joke is he mm. killed a person like a, a father and a son how's that i don't understand yeah. how that's funny i don't know if it's just like humor's changed since then could but be. it's just not funny yeah like maybe it's just one of those jokes no. that it's like it was <laughs> Maybe in 1993, that that joke was pretty funny, but now it's just I don't know. It wasn't funny, and the characters no. also it's just pointless. It's this whole film is fucking pointless. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it, uh, I think so too. Like it, it feels to a point where it shouldn't have been made <clears throat> in the first place because it doesn't really try to do anything new or original. It just clings onto the success of the first yeah. one and. As we as we mentioned earlier, just a rehash of the same story. Uh, I know the you know, the other funny thing about this film too is like the first film had this music appreciation to it, which was cool. Yeah. This film yeah, is exactly. literally about throwing a concert, and the only thing it feels appreciating, it. I mean, it's yeah, Aerosmith. it's Aerosmith. It like we get to yeah. see Jim Morrison <laughs> fair, but they never talk about like the Doors. You get to see like no. I don't know. They talk, they they mention it's weird. They mention different bands, but it's like it's yeah. soulless. In the first film, it they felt like honest to god like the characters had appreciation for this shit. But in this one it just felt like the only thing yeah. they appreciated was Aerosmith because they could afford it for the film. It, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The more I talk about this, the more I think I actually really didn't like Wayne's World too. I think so too. I'm getting that same um inkling well is there anything that you enjoyed about Um, it like a lot there's the the james hong scene yeah that's that's a fun Uh, scene yeah yeah when they suddenly shift to like well uh, we're since we're gonna fight let's shift over to dubbing (laughs) and like like i I love the way that they also dubbed wayne's wayne's voice (laughs) i know all seven animal styles the crane the stag the horse the tiger the bat the rat the monkey the beetle all right we'll take you old man I thought that was yeah that's actually a joke that uh, w- was good uh in the film and it's mm. kind of like well you had a joke there so you guys could have done more but yeah, yeah. it's just strange but i agree with you that's probably one of the better scenes of the film yeah also i i also enjoyed that their sidekicks uh the, the his their filming crew also was more involved in this film um I liked seeing them more helping out and being in more larger mm-hmm. scenes, like his cameraman and the sound man. I, lo- I like those characters. Um, also, was it the graduate they were trying to mimic at the end when he's banging on? Yeah, the yeah, it's the graduate the... because I I love that film. Yeah. The graduate's an amazingly great film. Mm. So that whole mm. I don't even know how many minutes is just one big parody to the graduate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because I, I thought there was a connection there. I've never seen The Graduate, but uh, the, the 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 scene seemed familiar in like like it. I've heard of this. Yeah, well, song. especially even with the um, the cover song of uh, Mrs. Robinson. So. Oh right, yeah, yeah. That should have been a that should have. Yeah. Been but but the, beyond that, there really wasn't much that I I enjoyed. Uh, the rest of the film just felt like like it wasn't. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. Like it was just a like a disappointing mood throughout the whole film because it doesn't really have any highs, highs and lows. It just is one straight story where it just doesn't. Well, now that now that you told anything. me that came out literally the next year, yeah, it really hits the point home for me that this was just a cash grab. Like I made the joke at the start, yeah, uh, when we first started talking about this, that it's a cash grab. I wasn't sure about that, but now. Honestly, uh, yeah, no, for sure. This was just made quickly because the studio wanted to to get in on what like the craze that was the first film. Oh yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm I'm even noticing now that the more we're talking about it, the more I'm actually like hating the film because in hindsight, it it just wasn't a, a fun experience. Like like compared to the first one, like the first one still has like memorable yeah. moments and uh, has like like things you still think about and like that well, that is actually real still really funny to this day but uh, Wayne's World 2 had no, none of those moments no it didn't all. it felt soulless like, uh, uh, lifeless and it really felt yeah. like a corporation movie like the first one felt like because the thing is mm-hmm. Wayne's the Wayne characters uh, and Garth they're Saturday Night Live they were sketches right yeah. and then they wanted to make a movie even though you could say even that within itself is corporate but there was obviously there was a story that they wanted to tell with these characters there was a lot of jokes like a lot of running jokes that could have but i think the the problem was they they all of it was said already in the first film they couldn't go on anymore and then yet the success Mm -hmm. and demand from a studio being like you got to make another one right away just right after creating you know wayne's world of course there's not going to be anything left in the tank you know like maybe if they gave it like a a couple years like even three years it might have turned out a bit better because they would have been like you know what i wish we could have done this with wayne and that's why i honestly think like if they made a wayne's world now i'm not saying it would be funny or amazing but i i think it'd be probably better than the second one by far better than the second one oh yeah Absolutely, you make yeah. I think so too. Yeah, you're basically telling like you're poking, you're poking the person with a stick, being like, "Come on, be funny." You know, like I want you to be funny right now. It's like, well, yeah. I don't have anything right now. You know, and I, I honestly think that's the main yeah. apart from the director, who's literally not made a single goddamn thing. He literally looks like a businessman that they just hired off the street <laughs> to be like, "Hey, businessman, we need you to make this movie because <laughs> well, we want money." And he's like, "All right, well, I can." Let me do some uh, <laughs> pie charts and polls here and figure out what made the first one funny and <laughs> I'll put it together and you'll have a film. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. Let's bring back Ed O'Neill <laughs> and do the same Yeah, the joke. exact <laughs> same jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to say about uh, Wenzel 2? No. I feel I've mentioned all that I would... Uh, that I felt was worth Bob Odenkirk, Kirk. We uh, we mentioned this, I think, off oh off the audio. Oh, right, is that right. Bob Odenkirk is in this film, which is kind of funny. He plays this 
yeah. extremely yeah. big nerd. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I I, I did not notice yeah. that when I watched it. I um, <laughs> also, Rip Taylor's in it, but I mean, he just plays himself. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> even like Christopher. Walken oh was yeah, we didn't even like, mention that like, Christopher Walken's like, the manager like, in this film. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, he's so he's forgettable just, as. Like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like at the end of the film, like you're just what just happened like oh why i mean it's christopher walken like yeah he's a weird guy but he you know what that's actually one more thing i will <laughs> mention about this film is christopher walken okay one forgettable in this film i'm sorry but you know christopher walken is good when you, you put him in the right role and this role oh, he yeah, wasn't absolutely. bad for it but it's just the film in general but the the thing i wanted to say was the romantic interest he had, it actually didn't feel like he had a romantic interest. Like his character didn't feel like he had a romantic interest. And no. I thought they were going to do that in the film. Like he literally was just like, no, I'm just doing my job. Like Wayne, you're being fucking crazy. Yeah. Leave me alone. I have no interest in your girlfriend. Right. But then the film just pushes mm. it like the, the exact same, like at least yeah. in the first film, it's obvious to the audience. It's obvious to everybody except her. But in in this mm. um, in this film, yeah, it's just like he. It's almost like Christopher Walken was playing it like he had no interest in her, and then the and and then almost it's like he gets further in the script, and he's like, oh, I, you know, oh, I didn't realize I was supposed to be interested in her. <laughs> they just kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the one big thing I want to say about this film is the the fact that they all of a sudden were getting married is it's so jaunting because be, it, it's literally like someone just opened a door in front of your face and you didn't expect what was on the other side of that door because when they get married you're like why <laughs> why are they getting married what the hell no yeah, it doesn't it no besides the fact that it's just wanting to be a giant the graduate parody why yeah. why is this happening <laughs> and speaking of parody like they of course, they could think of an original ending, so they just yeah, the, the, the first time because yeah. that worked. <laughs> I mean, I, in that, I can kind of get why they do that, and I, I, I honestly sit on the f fence with you saying like, why would you do it again? But I can understand because that is a memorable oh. thing that yeah. Wayne's World did. Is like, oh well, let's do these multiple endings. Like no other film really did that, well, and true, I, I kind of yeah. get why That's Wayne's World Two was like, okay, well, we got to do that because we. You know, it's like that fame. They made something famous and they kind of acknowledge yeah. like, okay, well, we got to do it again. Mm -hmm. But I agree with you though. It's, it didn't, it wasn't funny this time. Like, it's like, well, let's do the Thelma and Louise ending. No. And you're just like, uh, I guess <laughs> it's not funny, <laughs> but sure do it until um, yeah. the last thing I'm going to mention though, is Wayne stock one. Terrible, terrible title. I understand what you're doing. It's not great. You could have literally yeah. made something. The other thing too is, and this is kind of good. My wife and I just, well, I rewatched. I've seen this film multiple times, but my wife yeah. just watched for the first time School School of Rock, you know, with Jack Black. Yeah. Good, oh, yeah, good film. Yeah, that's um, a fun film. That film yeah. made me think of this film in a sense because Wayne wants to put on this incredible concert, right? Mind-blowing okay. concert. In the end of Wayne's yeah. World 2, that concert looks like shit. I'm sorry. It's just... Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's just like a very like bland 
stage floor and a couple like what maybe five not even five thousand people it's like thousand it's not a lot like they make it sound like oh there's got these people coming from all around the world and when the camera pans out you're just like that's not it's not that many people <laughs> like you know it, it, like but that's the thing with schoolhouse rock or schoolhouse rock uh, school of rock they put on this concert and you're like well how good because they practice every day and they, you don't really get to see them practice <clears throat> like you kind of do but you don't really and you're like well how good yeah, is this right. gonna be and then they get up there and they kick ass mm. like it's a great it's even a good song yeah and you're like this is amazing wayne's world needed that like or sorry wayne's world 2 needed that they yeah, needed to have the concert at the end it needed to be amazing and it's not it's just aerosmith mm. like it's it's literally the equivalent of like those cartoon movies putting the party ending at the end because it's a kid's movie and we need everybody to feel yeah. really good at the end. Like, and I hate that. Right. Like, unless it's done right and deserving, I, I freaking hate those. En- oh my God, I can't tell you. And that is that in this movie <laughs> somehow for adults. And it's just sucks. It sucks massive donkey dick. And I fucking hate it. <laughs> Yeah, I am not a fan of it either. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it could have been a lot better. Ratings? Yeah. I'll give it a two, uh, just based on what we're talking about now. And compared to the first one, which I actually enjoy, uh, it's just a waste of time. It's just a sad excuse for a sequel and shouldn't have really no. been made in the first place. Or at least wait a couple of years yeah. to make it. To let it let it like marinate a bit, so that you can actually make something. Something you want to say with Wayne and Garth again that was actually worth saying instead of whatever the fuck this was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Indeed. Like, like, like. It's not like it would be a hard feat to do because, like, clearly a lot of there's ideas yeah that and with, you're with both Wayne you're right. And there's Garth a lot of characters. ideas you could have kept going with Wayne's World. On honestly, there's a lot, and they didn't touch on any of them i mean the concert is a good idea it's just the execution was piss poor yeah you're right at least have some bigger names too like what they just had pearl jam aerosmith and something else was it like okay (laughs) that doesn't sound like a was it van halen lineup yeah van halen that's right yeah yeah i agree and you don't even get to see those people perform i think you see them show up at the end if i recall they get out of the limo thing? Yeah, I think I think so. That looks like yeah, their car yeah, right. for no reason whatsoever, which is just another, like, it, <laughs> yeah. is that a joke? Also, another thing that doesn't make sense is why suddenly the, the naked Native American guy is like, oh, you can see him? Oh, with, like, uh, yeah, with uh, Rip Taylor, yeah. 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 yeah, I, I yeah well, like I mentioned before, <laughs> that good. it doesn't even seem like it's a joke. It's, it's, it's just strange. Like it's bizarre. It's like, is it a joke? (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work. Um, that, yeah. Uh, uh, my rating is going to probably be, you gave it a two stars. Was sorry. Uh, yeah, Yeah, two. That's right. Honestly. I was going to be way more forgiving with this film, but 
after my big giant spiel, I kind of feel like I got to own up to my own rating. So, oh my God, I honestly think, I don't know. This is tough because a part of me almost feels like it's freaking worse than Police Academy too. Because yeah, at yeah, least it's <laughs> so strange. Um, nah, you know what? No, both both films, one and a half. Yeah, no. Wow, it's a bad okay, movie. Nice. It's not good. Like, uh, there yeah. there are funny moments in it. Like, even though the Garth side story doesn't really do anything, it's there's funny bits there. And I'll give it that. At least it knows how to be funny, but yeah. I'm giving it the one and a half based on everything else. Um, yeah, it doesn't yeah. need to be. Uh, we don't have to go into it anymore. I think. No. <laughs> but yeah, um, well, that's that's that. That was the sequel to our favorite comedies. Literally, the sequels to our favorite comedies. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed yeah. the show. Janko, do you want to maybe tell them where they can listen and find us? Yeah, of course. Uh, for our Twitter, you can find us on Critically Opti Two, and uh, our ep- you can listen to our episodes on any major platform that has podcasts. Uh, you can listen us to sp- on Spotify, iTunes. We also have mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah, on that's Amazon right. In Google. And uh, and Google Podcasts and iHeartRadio, so we sure have a lot of platforms covered. So, if if one doesn't fit but, your uh, podcast need, we at least have uh, others covered. And um, if you have any questions to us, you can relay them to our either our Twitter, which was critically opti two, or you can send them to our Gmail, which is critically optimistic podcast at gmail dot com. And uh, <clears throat> be sure to stay tuned for the next episode where we'll have action-packed yeah, Christmas. Yeah, action-packed theme. Christmas, which is going to be fun. Be fun. <laughs> it's exciting. It, we might not be yeah. as <laughs> cynical uh, with this Christmas episode this time around. I think mm-hmm. it might be a bit more enjoyable, which is... Well, not our Christmas episode the last yeah. time was enjoyable. It's just the films that we watched were not enjoyable. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was my point with that like, let's not let's not yeah let's not choose two films that will want to gouge our own eyes out yeah. but we might we might have to do it again uh maybe next year oh yeah yeah if they, they create like a home yeah. alone i am as as a amateur critic i mean how many films have i reviewed even off the podcast it's yeah. must be hundreds at this point but I am finding that usually when oh, I yeah. hate something, I tend to make better arguments as opposed to when I like something. Yeah, yeah, no, I can I see that. I like it. It's good to hate something because that strengthens uh, an argument against yeah. something. Like, uh, like it's it, it's a lot easier to forgive something good because then you praise it a bit to bit to the extent where. You're yeah, saying you're, two you're nice fluffing words it up about so that much. project, so it's hard to say. Yeah, so it's hard to say anything negative yeah. about it. But yeah. I definitely agree. But uh, anyway, so thank you guys for this uh, episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We managed to hit like a one ten mark, yeah. which I hope um, everybody enjoys because uh, I know our episodes have been a, a little bit longer, um, and we're kind of hoping to bring it back down to this this uh, 
time. Just that's because it's easier yeah. for I think it's easier for everybody to digest a bit a bit better. It is, yeah. But uh no, we really appreciate you guys listening to the very end and uh we really hope you stick around for the Christmas episode. Uh but until then we'll catch you next time. Please do. Bye bye.